Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. The Power of Observation A well-known literary figure once said, The world is full of obvious things which nobody by any chance ever observes. Can you guess who it is? Here is another clue. He once said, You know my method. It is founded upon the observation of trifles. With this mindset, Sherlock Holmes, one of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's most famous characters, solved mystery after mystery. Life is made up of a myriad of details and seemingly unimportant events, but most do not even notice them. Because Sherlock took note of even the most trivial things, he was able to have more insight into the lives of others than the average person. Reading the Bible requires similar powers of observation. If we want to get the most out of our Bible reading and grow in our understanding of God's Word, we need to be observant readers. We cannot grow in grace when we do our Bible study on autopilot. The goal isn't to get through the Bible as quickly as possible, but to get into the Bible as deeply as possible. And to do that, we have to observe. So where do we begin? Before we practice the right methods, we need to cultivate the right attitudes. Approach the Bible prayerfully. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Psalm 119 verse 18. It is not our intellect that guarantees success in Bible study, but a humble and prayerful dependence upon God and His Holy Spirit. Approach the Bible patiently. A.T. Pearson once wrote, When I read this passage for the 100th time, the following idea came to me. Now just pause there for a moment. This clearly takes time. We are in such a rush that we hardly read a passage once, let alone reread a passage a second or a hundredth time. That is one of the reasons we miss so much and grow so little. Approach the Bible persistently. Do not give up. You won't always be in the mood to read the Word, much less read it attentively. Here F.B. Meyer gives this wonderful advice. When your appetite for the Word is at low tide, he writes, Do not always read your Bible because you like to do so, or desire it, but because it is right to do it, and as a matter of simple duty to your own life. Study the Word under the light of the Holy Spirit. And slowly the appetite will reassert itself and you will come to esteem the word of God more than your necessary food. Prayerfully, patiently, persistently. How should we proceed from there? Look for things that are obvious. As an example, you can turn to 1 Samuel chapter 17 and read through the story of David and Goliath. Because it is such a well-known story, We often glance over the details. We assume we know what they mean. Instead of running through the passage, slow down and look around. Take a moment to read the passage now. Pause the podcast and press play when you are done. Done? Great. Now we're going to read through the passage again. And this time I want you to pay careful attention and look for the following. Look for names, places and events. Look for repeated words 
phrases or themes in the passage. Look for any noteworthy lists. Look for descriptions, moods or attitudes that are given in the text. Pause the podcast and press play when you're done. Now that you've read through the passage twice, you may have observed a few things that you didn't notice before. Did you notice who the main characters were? Saul, the men of Israel, the Philistines, David, David's brother Eliab, and Abner, the commander of the army, not to mention Goliath, are all mentioned in the passage. Who are the main characters? Did you notice where they were? Did you notice some of the repeated words, phrases, or themes? For example, did you notice that three different sets of armor are described in the passage? The armor of Goliath, of Saul, and David's complete lack of armor near the end of the passage. Finally, how would you describe the mood and attitudes of Goliath, Saul, the people of Israel, and David? Once you've started gathering information, you're ready to move to the next step. Interpretation. Interpretation begins with interrogating the passage. This means that we ask questions of the passage. Now we want to understand what all this raw material that we've gathered so far means. We ask questions of the passage. They are the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, and the how questions. In answering these questions, we come one step closer to the meaning of the passage and closer to applying it to our lives. May the Lord bless you as you read and observe all that there is in His Word. God bless.